throws it deep downfield. Tyree who makes the catch. What a play by Manning. And what a catch by Tyree. Manning takes the snap. Lobs it left. First is wide open. Touchdown Giants. Touchdown. Deep ball down the left sideline and it's going to be caught. Was he inbounds? Yes. Manningham on the sideline. Brady heaves one. Down the middle of the field into the end zone. A jump ball. And it's incomplete. And the ball game's over. And the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. All right, welcome to episode two of the Papa's Perspective podcast. It's all brought to you by Bob's Discount Furniture, the official furniture store and mattress partner of the New York Giants. Joining me as always is the voice of the Giants, Bob Papa, as we take a look back at some of Bob's famous calls against the Giants opponent this upcoming week. This week, we're going to take a look at some of the Giants games, Bob, against the Raiders, which again, and interconference foe, but these two teams have played some pretty memorable games against each other. Yeah, I mean, I can go back in time to uh, Dave Meggett returning a punt for a touchdown in the old Giants Stadium and Al Davis uh, sitting uh, in the press box and I was doing the pre and post game and he's screaming at the pounding the desk all upset. It was, I think it was a Christmas Eve game. It was one of the coldest games I ever remember at Giants Stadium. We had done the tailgate show in the parking lot. So I got some memories thinking about things. But uh, 2005, John, this was a very important football game. Oakland, Alameda County Stadium, whatever. whatever you, it's had a zillion different names. But th- this was an important game because this game is taking place on New Year's Eve 2005. So you've got the Black Hole, Crazy Raiders fans. They had a talented team. Kerry Collins was there. Randy Moss was there. Um, and it's a night game too, by the way. Yeah, and the Giants have to win this game. They got to win this game because the Giants needed to get to 11 wins to win the NFC East in Eli's first full year as a starting quarterback. And you know, Washington had the better division record, so the Giants could not finish tied with Washington. They had to win this game and get to 11 wins, and uh, you know the. There's a big backdrop of all this, too, because remember, in 2005, in the span of a month, we lost Wellington Mara and Bob Tisch, the two owners of the Giants. So it was a very emotional time. Uh, Tiki Barber had grown close with ownership, as had other players. It was Tom Coughlin's second year. And like we talked about on the Chiefs podcast, you know, Tiki Barber's really putting the team on his back. His, his great years were his last couple of years, his greatest years. And Tiki was not going to be denied on this night in Oakland. And right out of the gate, you know, the game's 0-0. Giants need something, okay? They need a spark. Where are they going to get the spark from? Well, you know what the best way to get a spark is when you turn it around and you hand it off to your running back. And that's exactly what the Giants did. They had a second and 14 from their own five-yard line. They're pinned deep. And then Barber gives the Giants a little relief. So now it's spotted back at the five. Second and 14. Not a good start for the Giants on offense. Hand off Barber. Cut back lane left. Tiki to the 10. Makes a man miss. Swings his way to the 15. Down the left sideline to the 30. Needs a block and gets it. Up to midfield. Down the sideline to the 40. To the 30. To the 20. To the 10. To the 5. Touchdown, Barber. 95 yards. And the Giants strike first. 
There you go, Bob. I mean, Tiki, another big run. We talked about it. You mentioned the Kansas City podcast. He was a guy that could do it all running back, make big plays, pass, protect, catch balls out of the backfield. And he was the basic centerpiece. He was like Alvin Kamara before Alvin Kamara back at this point of his career. Tiki finished that game with 28 carries for 203 yards. It's not bad. Plus, he was the Giants' leading receiver with six catches for 60 yards. Leading receiver in receptions. So this was a game that, you know, had a lot of big plays in it. You know, Randy Moss and Kerry Collins, um, they had a pretty dynamic situation going between the two of them. So, you know, second quarter, back and forth we're going. The Giants uh, force a punt. So they're starting on their own 18-yard line. And they got a third and six, right? It's only 10-7 Giants at this point. And... You know, one of the big free agent signings was Plaxico Burris, and he was going to be a difference maker. And when they needed him in this regular season finale, he came up huge, too, in this battle of tall, lanky, rangy, sometimes moody receivers in Randy Moss and Plaxico Burris. Manning in a shotgun. Raiders do not blitz. Manning back, steps up, bullet over the middle. Burris has it on the run. Splits the defense to the 40. Across midfield. Plaxico to the 30. To the 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Giants. 78 yards to Plexico Burris. The longest touchdown pass in the career of Eli Manning. And the longest touchdown catch in the career for Plexico Burris. There you go. Career-defining moments. Until Eli threw that 99-yard with Victor <laughs> Cruz. I'm sure we'll do that for the Giants-Jets podcast. You know, another thing I remember about this game, this game was tight. It was 27-21 near the end of the third quarter. And, you know, the Giants had a little drive going and because Collins had thrown a 44-yard touchdown pass to Randy Moss. And our good buddy and someone that appears on a lot of the Giants media platforms, David Deal, made a huge play on this drive. Oh, did he? What did he do? Eli got sacked. I can't remember who sacked him. Um, It was Derek Burgess sacked Eli. Fumbled. Deal recovered it, kept the possession. Giants went on a drive, finished off the drive with a Jay Feely field goal, and that gave the Giants a nine-point lead early in the fourth quarter. So while we talk about the big plays with Plexico and Tiki Barbre, uh, it was David Deal who made a very big play in that football game. And then you mentioned it, you know, it gave the Giants their playoff spot. Washington beat Philadelphia the following day. Didn't matter. The Giants were 11-5, and and they were off to the postseason. Yeah, now the postseason didn't go well because they got shut up by Carolina. Uh, yeah, I mean, Eli's first year as a starting quarterback, he puts 11, puts 11 wins up that first year, and you kind of felt good about where the Giants were heading going into 2006 with Eli at quarterback, with Tiki at running back, with the addition of Plaxico Burris, this offensive line coming together and you know, what can you say about Tiki? He was awesome that day. Bob, let's fast forward now. Four years later in 2009, obviously, folks, when you have AFC-NFC teams, you're going to have a matchup every four years. So this game at Giant Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. And this is 
the era of the great Jamarcus Russell experiment for the Oakland Raiders, which did not go very well for the Oakland Raiders. And this was one such example, Bob, the Giants with a 44-7 to blowout victory. Yeah, I mean, uh, this was the last year of Giants Stadium. I'll, I'll tell you a little inside baseball story. Carl Banks and I are walking through the tunnel at Giants Stadium. And where the elevator was from the press box down toward the field area, he had to walk past the visiting locker room. And we were friends with guys that were with the Raiders organization. It was a former player who I knew, and I can't remember who it was. But Carl and I are walking as the Raiders had gotten off their bus. And Jamarcus Russell is walking underneath the tunnel of the old Giants Stadium, and he's got a guy. Everybody's got a guy. All got guys. It's a jersey. Everyone's got a guy. Well, he's got a guy holding a big, like, briefcase. And I remember, I can't remember who it was, and I don't want to sell who out. I don't want to sell out whoever it was because he's a former player, and but he was on the coaching staff. And, hey, what's going on? Like, how's the quarterback? You know, and he just kind of rolled his eyes. And he told us that the guy walking behind Jamarcus Russell was a guy that Jamarcus Russell flew with him to every game. He was his jeweler. <laughs> that suitcase, that briefcase, I should say, briefcase was loaded with Jamarcus Russell's jewelry that if he wanted to change the jewelry, redo something, fix something, whatever. He had a guy who just handled the jewelry. So that's when we kind of had a sense that maybe his priorities were offline a little bit. And back then I was doing NFL Network Thursday Night Football. Uh, That was my second year doing it. Later in the year, I had a Raiders-Chargers game in San Diego. And normally when you do television, you have a production meeting and you visit with the head coach, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, always the quarterback come sit with, at the time I was doing the games with Matt Millen, I had done 08 with Chris Collinsworth, 09 was with Matt Millen. Jamarcus Russell, the PR staff for the Raiders, couldn't find him. We spoke to the head coach. We spoke to the offensive court. And they're supposed to come into the room and sit with us for like 20 minutes. We never spoke to He blew off the production meeting. Like Peyton Manning. Doesn't blow off the production. Meeting. And this Brett is for, look, this is a national TV game. You want yeah. to make nice with the announcers, so they pump you up a little bit on the broadcast. Yeah, exactly. So uh, no big surprise there. So what when you're playing against a team that's messed up, what do you do? You jump on them early, and that's exactly what the Giants did in this football game. They used their run game, and uh, number 44 capped off the opening drive of the game. 14 plays, 77 yards. And Ahmad Bradshaw delivers. Fourth and goal inside the one. I set with Bradshaw. And uh, Bradshaw runs right class to the goal line. Touchdown, Giants. Ahmad Bradshaw's first touchdown of the season. And the Giants go 77 yards on the first possession and take the lead. Take the lead, never really looked back. Uh, the Raiders went three and out, and uh, Steve Smith, who was really emerging as a wide receiver, makes a big play to set the Giants up again. Giants start from their own 21, up 7 nothing. Manning on a play fake to throw. Sets, delivers one deep down the right side, looking for Smith, who makes the catch on 
over his shoulder at the 38-yard line and gets knocked down there. What a catch by Steve Smith, 41 yards. You know, and Steve Smith uh, became the first giant receiver ever to have over 100 catches where it was commonplace with other franchises. Not so much for the Giants, but he was, uh, he was becoming a favorite weapon. And then two plays later, Bradshaw delivered again. First and 10 for the 19. I set behind Manning. Settles in over center. Toss right for Bradshaw. Cut back lane. Bradshaw to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Giants. Ahmad Bradshaw goes for 19 yards on a little toss right. And the Giants widen their lead to 13-0. And when you jump on a team like this early, Bob, they just couldn't recover. Yeah, and, and they couldn't stop Bradshaw because after another three and out, the Giants started at their own six-yard line. And uh, they found themselves, they got a first down. Bradshaw had a 23-yard run. But they found themselves in a third and 24 at their own 15-yard line. And a little short pass to Bradshaw goes for 55 yards. So next thing you know, the Giants have it first and 10 at the Oakland 30. Oakland's overplaying the run. Eli goes up top. Offset eye right with Jacobs on a first and 10 at the Raiders 30. Right to left go the Giants. Manning on a play fake. Steps up, has time, throws one deep to the corner of the end zone. Manning has got a touchdown in the right corner of the end zone. And, Bob, you take a look now, and you can run through some of the rest of the game if you want. But I'm just looking at the overall numbers in this game. You want to talk about dominance? The Giants gained 483 yards in this game. The Raiders had 124. I don't know if I've ever seen a 360-yard yard differential, and that includes 220 on the ground for the Giants. Yeah, and and the defense did what they had to do because after Manningham made it 21-0, the Giants on a third and 10. Terrell Thomas gets a sack. Justin Tuck recovers it. So the Giants start at the Oakland 13-yard line. And on uh, third and six at the nine, we might as well play it because we played a Steve Smith. We played a Mario Manningham. Let's give Akeem Nix his props. Eli takes the snap, drops back to throw. Four-man rush, throws it to the end zone. Touchdown! Akeem Nix on the post. Exclamation point right there, Bob. Yeah, and then uh, some Lawrence Tynes field goals, uh, 44-7. to But the, what the Giants did there was they took care of business. Remember, they're coming off 08, in which they were the best team in the National Football League. And then Plaxico Burris shot himself in the leg. They had the number one seed. They lost that playoff game to Philadelphia. But you're thinking in 09, last year Giants Stadium, You know, maybe the Giants could get something going here. And that was as dominant a win as you were going to see against the Raiders in 2009. And you know it's a dominant win, Bob, when you get the David Carr sighting in the fourth quarter to give Eli Manning some rest because Tom Coughlin usually did not like to take his starters out late in these games. No, 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 no. Yeah, when Eli comes out of a game, you knew it was in hand, and they certainly had that one in hand. All right, Bob, let's fast forward now to 2013. This, unfortunately for the Giants, was not a season that started well. They start the season in this year losing their first six contests, but then they win two straight to improve to two and six. They're coming off a bye, and they're hosting the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, and the game didn't start off well either. Jarrell Jernigan fumbled the opening kickoff, and the Raiders started at the Giants' five. Terrell Pryor 
was the quarterback for the Raiders at this point. He, run, he yeah. runs it in from a yard out, and suddenly the Giants are down 7-zip to the Raiders. Fans, there are some names in this game that you are going to be like, wow, how about that? Yeah, I mean, Eli didn't have a good game. I mean, it was a, this was a blah roster year, so to speak. So the Giants go three and out. They punt. Raiders go on a little bit of a drive. So how did the Giants get the game tied out? Well, they used a big play on special teams. Marquette King comes in to punt. Second-year man out of Fort Valley State. Averaging 48 yards a punt. Winded his back. Randall stands back at the Giants' 10. You tell the crowd's into it. (laughs) Takes a wobbly snap. It's blocked by the Giants right up the middle. Demontre Moore blocked it. Picked up by Cooper Taylor to the five. Touchdown, Giants. A pair of rookies. Demontre Moore with the block. Cooper Taylor with the scoop and score. Those are two names, Bob. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, yeah, those are two names. A couple draft picks, but uh, it kind of led to some some lean years for the Giants, obviously, because those guys never materialized into the players that they were. And, and this is one of those games, and I just remember – sort of a malaise that was over the stadium. You know, the Raiders, they led it 10-7 to after that first quarter of play, and uh, they're kind of sitting there, and you're like, can the Giants get their offense going a little bit? Just a little bit? Um, and they finally did get something going. Um, they put a nice drive together, uh, and they had a, an 11-play, 90-yard drive that was capped off with an Eli Manning touchdown pass to a guy that might have been one of the most frustrating Giants that I can remember in near memory. Two receivers right, Nick split left. Manning out of the gun, drops back to throw. He lobs one right for Randall to the end zone. He makes the catch and he gets the feet in. Yes, touchdown! It was one of those flashes that Ruben Randall had from time to time, Bob, where he makes a big play and you saw the talent, which is what made him a second-round pick. Yeah, uh, Ruben Randall, there were times when you looked at him and you're like, whew, man, he's unbelievable. And then there were other times you're like, what is he doing? (laughs) But he scored a touchdown there. So the Giants had the lead um, until Eli threw a pick six. um, And uh, suddenly the Giants found themselves down 17-14 to at halftime. This was one of those games that, you know, we're looking back at Giants-Raiders games, but when you look at the pantheon of great Giants games over the years, I'm not sure this would have made the cut. But it's good, as Tom Coughlin would say, Bob, complimentary football. We had the special teams with the block earlier. The offense scores a touchdown. Then the defense made a play. Yeah, they did. Uh, the Raiders got the ball to start the third. Uh, they kicked the field goal, so they're up 20-14. to 14. Another three and out for the Giants. Uh, Raiders get the ball back, and actually they're driving the football here against the Giants. Then they're facing a third and nine at the Giant 33 when another one of these, you know, we, we, we talked about in the uh, previous segment from the game in 2009 with Steve Smith, who unfortunately Steve suffered that knee injury. Another guy that really I think could have been a star with the Giants, but unfortunately for him, he dealt with a knee injury as well. But the defense and Terrell Thomas come up with a big play. But this is a play that Terrell, and I remember this very clearly, probably had a hard time living down. Let's listen. Prior out of the gun, play clock at one, takes the snap, 
Zips one right, intercepted by the Giants, Terrell Thomas. Running down the left sideline, cuts right to the 30, to the 25, chased by Pryor, dips under his tackle, to the 10, to the 5, down at the 1, ball is fumbled in the end zone, it rolls out of the back of the end zone. They got him down at the 2-yard line, Bob. They're going to rule him down at the 3. Yeah, and I think Terrell Thomas, that's one of those where I, I know he was embarrassed by the fact that he didn't score, that he it wasn't, you know, a pick six. He gets tackled at like the five-yard line is where they ruled his knee down. And then the ball came out. And it's funny, about we saw Terrell Thomas at the Super Bowl forty-six celebration. And, you know, we talked about a couple of names of draft backs that didn't work out. But then you had guys like Terrell Thomas and Kenny Phillips and Steve Smith, where you mentioned they could have been like, Real, you know, foundational great. pieces for hey, the Giants. Great, they great Giants. Hurt. They they could have been guys that went down as like you know had they not had the knee injuries that they all had. These are guys that could have gone down as like ten year starting players that had been to Pro Bowls and stuff. And by the way, another guy is not a knee, but same deal. Fakeem Nixon have all those feet foot injuries. I mean, he could be the Giants' all time leading receiver right now for all we know. Yeah, no doubt about it. So uh, you know, part of drafting is bad drafting, good drafting, and luck. then sometimes it's bad luck because those three guys were all excellent draft picks that didn't pan out, not through play, but because of injury. So. Uh, T-squared gets the pick. Giants have it uh, first and goal at the one after uh, a pass interference penalty was called. So uh, another name, another blast from the past, Andre Brown cleaning it up. I got a ring. You first got a ring. First and goal at the one. I set. Manning, handoff left for Brown. He follows Connor into the end zone. Touchdown, Giants. And if you watch all of our specials, that was Andre Brown on the, on the plane. After the Super Bowl, the, you got a ring, I got a ring, and back and forth and back and forth. Yeah, I got a ring, you got one too. Yep. You know, that whole thing. So that was uh, that was that ball game, 2013. Giants won it 24-20. to 20. There were some cool plays. I think when we think about that game, we think about what could have been. What could have been for the Giants. Uh, which, you think about it, if some of those guys didn't get hurt, Giants wouldn't have had to dip into free agency like they did to try to replenish those positions. Who knows what the future would have held, but it is what it is. And, Bob, very quick before we say goodbye, Giants and Raiders this week, really a very good team coming in here. It's going to be a real challenge for this Giants defense to slow them down. Well, yeah, I mean, look, uh, this is a team that's got a lot of confidence. Um, You know, they've dealt with the bizarrest of adversity. Yeah. Uh, having their coach replaced. Um, Rich Bisaccia is a very well-respected individual in the league. The quarterback is playing at a very high level. Um, They are prone at times to make some crazy plays. They've won some crazy games earlier this year, but this is going to be a tall order for the Giants against a Raider team that travels well. They're part of that 70s-era group of teams uh, that have fans that are all over the United States. They've got ties to Jersey. Phil Villapiano is a Jersey guy that played for the Raiders in the 70s. So you got the Jersey Shore Raider fan guys. So uh, this is going to be a tall order for the Giants. Yeah, we hope to see you out of MetLife Stadium to enjoy the game. And, folks, remember, 
Don't miss out on Giants football. Even though the season's underway, there's still time to get your season tickets and root on your Giants in MetLife Stadium. Or you can even maybe go get a Giants suite. Suites are a great way to entertain the family and friends while rooting on the Giants. At MetLife Stadium, you can speak to a Giants ticket or suite representative by calling 888-NYG-1925. For Bob Papa, I'm John Schmelke. That's another episode of Papa's Perspective. Again, it's brought to you by Bob's Discount Furniture, the official furniture store and mattress partner of the New York Giants. We'll see you next week after the bye. We'll take a little week off, and then we'll be back with some classic Giants-Bucks games. We'll see you then.